Preface Solomon was a student of the Bible. He loved his mama. He loved hearing her tell about when he was a baby. She would rock him in her arms on the porch as she lost herself in the view of the night sky. She said there was healing in those stars, as they would wipe away the pain of the day and fill her heart with love. She studied the constellations and found patterns within the stars that made her think about God. She said that she felt a healing chill all over her body every time. That was why Solomon became interested in the constellations. Solomon worried about his mama, because he had lost contact with her after Seattle had been bombed by the terrorists. Solomon remembered weeping, fearing that he would never see his mother again. He thought about Carl, Sanderson, Ingram, and Jennifer. The last he saw of them was the day when they all left the Project Interstellar building together. Glass on the front of the building had imploded. Fires were raging everywhere. They had to run. Colonel Andrea Sanderson and Professor Jeremy Ingram raced to their car, afraid they'd be questioned about their rendezvous that produced Jennifer. The young ones had all gotten into a car, rushing down the road to escape the bombing. That was an accident. The edge of the road crumbled beneath the weight of the vehicle, and the car rolled out of control. Solomon remembered Eric saying that it was not supposed to end like that, and then Solomon passed out. He remembered a rare sequence of red blood moon lunar eclipses, which had been visible on the Jewish holidays of Passover, the Sukkot, and the Feast of Tabernacles. These blood moons displayed disturbing parallels to the first Jewish blood moons from 162 A.D., it had looked like the world would end, but it did not. The next year Solomon and his friends had strange experiences when there was a golden harvest moon. To Solomon, these were signs that the world was in its final stage. Solomon wondered just how close they were to the tribulation mentioned in the Bible. He thought about Eric's sister Sybil. He was sorry she was gone. He truly missed her. He would have liked to see her once more. He was busy with his fascination with NASA. Many U.S. aircraft and air traffic control towers have NASA technology, and he wanted to be part of it. The agency helped transform aviation by dramatically reducing the environmental impact, maintaining safety in the crowded skies. Solomon wanted to be on the ground floor of what was going on. He knew that space travel was possible, both in reality and virtual reality. Chapter 1. Thinking about Bible prophecy, Solomon remembered the sixth seal being opened in the book of Revelation. It is supposed to open with a great earthquake, and the sun will be black as sackcloth, with a blood moon visible in the sky. At that time the stars will fall like a fig tree shedding its unripe fruit out of season, when shaken by a strong wind. The sky will roll up like a scroll and vanish. Every mountain and island will be repositioned from its original place. These words resonated throughout Solomon's very soul. He felt a chill. Although he knew he was actually watching this miracle in inclement weather, he wondered if it was real or if he was watching from somewhere else at another time. He heard from his friend Eric that there was a machine that his sister had used to transport Eric to some kind of virtual reality world. Was he there now, or had he been? This was weird. His thoughts raced as the weather increased in severity. 
His breathing became erratic as his hands started to shake. He felt every boom of thunder to his very core. He felt like he was actually a part of the weather. The wind was reminiscent of his blood flowing. He felt he had no more control over his body as his arms started to rise involuntarily. He could feel every hair on his arms rising due to the electricity coursing through his body. It didn't hurt because there was not enough juice, just enough to make it noticeable. He no longer felt control over his body. It was as if someone had him on strings and was manipulating him like a puppet. He broke out in a sweat as he strained to regain control. He managed to turn his head to look behind him. He wanted to see what everyone in his office was doing and if they were all right. He saw several mannequins sitting at some of the desks and standing around. That was weird. There was also real people running around trying to hide. That was all he saw.